Welcome to the 80s and 90s Uncensored, the podcast about the 80s and 90s for people who care about that kind of crap. I am Milo Dennison. And I'm Jamie Fenderson. I'm going to do a O-A-O, wheel spin, O-A-O, wheel spin. Remember that song? I do. I do. Those are the exact lyrics of it, too. Yeah, except for I, I, I replaced uh, tail with wheel, you see. And, and I got the wheels up here, and we're going to spin them. Okay. Are we ready for the year? Yes. Okay, here we go. And we have 1983. 1983. How are there still 80s even as an option on this thing? There are. There's just a couple, man. That's the thing about random picker wheel is it's random. And it could be that it just picks 80s the whole time. You'll never get your 90s until we run out, dude. The wheels don't like you, bro. (laughs) There's only a few more 80s left. So yeah, eventually they got to die out, man. All right, we're gonna pick our uh, we're gonna pick our topic now. Characters. Ooh, we haven't had this one before. No, this is kind of like w- where we do like Pauly Shore retrospective, or when we talked about Gilbert and 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 uh, Bobcat, or or maybe it's a comedian who does a character or something like that. Okay. So that's kind of cool. It's some something we haven't done before, which is cool. Yeah. And then we're gonna do a segment is. The case of. Case of. That's another SmackDown. Yep. So two characters from 83 versing each other. I have a feeling this is going to be good. We don't know what we're going to do yet, but I, I have a feeling it's going to be fun. Yeah, this should be fun. All right. Here we go. Let's go to the future. Ready? And today we're talking about Gary Coleman versus Emmanuel Lewis. Those two little fellas. Little, little guys. Not that we want to make fun of little guys because I support little guys. I actually was joking about this the other day uh, with a friend of mine. I was like, if I ruled the world, a massive saw would just wrap around it, chopping the heads off of anyone over six feet tall. <laughs> and she was like, no, do it the other way around where you chop the feet off of anyone over six yeah, feet tall. Yeah, and then tall. everybody's like going around on the little nubs. Yeah. I'm like, that's mean. At least I'd kill them. You know, you're going to torture them. <laughs> oh, dang, bro. So today I have Emmanuel Lewis and you have Gary Coleman. I do. So, uh, yeah, let's go into Gary Coleman. So Gary Wayne Coleman was born February 8th, 1968 and died May 28th, 2010. He died one day after my birthday. Uh, For a while, he was the highest paid child actor in the late 70s and early 80s. He was rated the first on the list of VH1's 100 Greatest Kids Stars. And he wasn't really that short. I mean, he was four feet eight. And it actually had to do with he had a a congenital kidney disease, uh, which he had to go through a couple transplants for. And he would regularly have to do dialysis and stuff. So it actually stemmed from that as to why he uh, had his height issues going on. And it was something that he had to deal with throughout his career as well, like occasionally have to go go through it. For his role in what we all know him for, which was a different strokes, he received five Young Artist Award nominations, of which he won two. He won the People's Choice Awards uh, for Favorite Young Tea Performer four years in a row from 1980 to 1983, with 83 being kind of our key year here. Um, at the height of his fame in different strokes, he was earning $100,000 per episode. And of course, as we all know, he is famous for his What's Dog About, Willis? 
what you talk about Willis, <laughs> which I said to my wife and I'm like, I was like talking about Gary Coleman and she's, and I was like, you know, what's talking about Willis. And she was like, I don't know what that means. And I'm like, what do you mean? You've never seen different strokes. And she's like, no, I don't know. And I'm like, what you talking about? You never seen what's different strokes. What you talking about? T-shirts. You never seen, heard anybody say what you talking about. And then pretty yeah. much the remainder of the day, I kept saying what you talking about to pretty much everything she said. I, I said that to my son, forgetting that he's a, modern teenager i'm like what you talk about willis he's like dad why do you say that what do you, what are you what's wrong with you i'm like you know what you talk about willis he's like no i don't know and i'm like oh why would you know yeah Dang. so sad uh one more thing about gary i kind of want to point out which is kind of cool in 2003 california had a recall election uh for governor because it's really easy to do recall elections in california apparently yeah. as we learned from this year it's like canada and- Yeah, (laughs) And he actually, this was the year that Arnold Schwarzenegger won it, but Coleman out of 135 candidates came in eighth place. So not too bad. Oh, he came in eighth? Eighth place. Yeah. Good for him, Gary. Um, Unfortunately. Was he behind that porn star? It was a porn star running that year too. Was it, did Ron Jeremy run that year too? No, no, no. She was was a girl, wasn't it? Porn star. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember her name though. He probably Um, did better than her too though. Good yeah, job, he, Gary. Good job, Gary. Governor Gary. Yeah. Unfortunately, he died in uh, 2010 from a brain aneurysm. Yeah. So I, I got, yeah. So Emmanuel Lewis, he was born on March 9th, 1971 in Brooklyn, New York. And he was also a short of stature guy. But here's a little, here's a little tidbit. He was only, he only grew to four, three. So maybe an inch shorter than you. And <laughs> And how tall are you, do you Jamie? Are you over six feet? Would you get your head chopped off? <laughs> Dude, I'm just six feet. Yeah. So I might in, get a haircut. In Milo Land. <laughs> <laughs> but he was only four three. But he, here's the thing. There was no known reason why he had that going on. Because according to all his work and all his, you know, doctor work and all that, they couldn't explain it. They're like, you actually have everything you need to grow. You just don't. Hmm. So he was just um, he was just a short guy because he just was, he didn't have any kind of thing like that. And he actually got his uh, start in um, commercials. So he was jogging with a friend in the industry and his friends convinced his mom to take him to an agency um, because he's got like, this cute little fella. Right. And he did, he started doing commercials big time. He did like 50 or 60 commercials by the time he, he, he uh, got into Webster, but then he got the title role in Webster which was kind of, you got to admit, that was kind of a, hmm, Gary Combs getting a little older, but we got this cute little guy. So we got the whole wealthy white folks adopting this cute little black kid thing going on, right? Like it worked for different strokes. Let's do it over here. Yeah. So he, he got the leading role in that, um, which was kind of like his version of different strokes was called Webster. So he, he, he took that, but here's the thing. I think he's a pretty well-grounded guy because his, he didn't have a limo or an entourage or any of that. I think Gary Coleman liked to have that kind of stuff. His mom would drive him to work just like normal. And he was very well-grounded. Like his mom was very protective. Keep him out of that whole child actor, uh, go crazy kind of stuff. So that's why he's, he's pretty well-grounded. So he just go to work and he was in college, took him like almost 10 years to graduate. Cause he, he had his acting and stuff in the middle of college, but he graduated in 1997. Nice. And you know, you want to know something else about Emmanuel Lewis? Hmm. Like he might be a little guy, but I wouldn't mess with him. Cause I guess he's got like a, 
the black belt in karate. I guess he's like a legit black belt, man. So I guess, <laughs> yeah, being that size, you probably, you know, was like, you know what? People fuck with me. I'm going to learn karate and kick the shit out of him. Yeah, he's a black belt. So you don't want to mess with that fellow, man. Nice. He'll probably be like little Yoda and just like, like do some Kung Fu on you. You'll be done. Yeah, but that that's it. Oh, you know something else with Manuel Lewis mm. is back in the day when he was a child star, he was huge in Japan. He even had a, an album that he released in Japan, and it was like on the top of the charts in Japan. In English or Japanese? You no, know, it was English. It was like, oh, he's singing, and he's like, I'm Webster, I'm Manuel Lewis. I'm, you know, he's just like a cute little guy, and he's singing, and it went top of the charts like... Like imagine Emmanuel Lewis going to the top of charts here along with like Madonna and, and, and Michael Jackson. That'd be awesome. Who he was friends with, by the way. He was friends with Michael Jackson. They went to the Emmys together. Yeah. Well, people yeah. are asking him about that now. Like, hey, man, are you cool? Or was that cool? He's like, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. I think Michael was only really into the non-celebrity kids. Uh, <laughs> sounds like all, you know, all, any celebrity kids he hung out with were safe. Yeah, but that's some interesting thing. But I, I didn't know because I was like, I didn't know much about Emmanuel Lewis. So I, I was expecting he'd be kind of like because Gary Coleman kind of went off the rails a little bit because he had a certain lifestyle that he was used to. But then, you know, work runs dry and and then he's got to try to go find money. He ends up at a security mall cop or something. And and he, he kind of had a hard time. But Emmanuel Lewis never did. And in fact, he, he said I, I never thought I could rely on past money. And he, he started a couple companies, like some limo businesses and even his own like entertainment label and all this stuff. He's an entrepreneur, right? Which is good because his work washed up like when he, around the nineties, he tried to get back into showbiz big time after college. And people are like, nah, Webster it's typecast. Unless we do a Webster, the next generation or something. <laughs> maybe maybe. <laughs> you're toast, bro. <laughs> but he's like, that's cool. I got a degree. I'm entrepreneurial. I'm going to go start some companies and he's well-grounded because it's a tight family and stuff. So I didn't know I was expecting some kind of, uh, um, you know, Gary Coleman, Gary Coleman. Guy. <laughs> yeah. Think. But I didn't get it, man. He's just a well-grounded guy. That's good. So yeah. Yeah. And maybe they'll reboot Webster because they reboot everything, but yeah, Gary, Gary didn't do well. He had to file a bankruptcy at one point. He had to sue. I think he sued his parents and business manager and like, you know, just had all kinds of problems. He married some girl that kind of screwed him over. And then just, you look at the whole, all the kids on that show on, on, uh, different strokes, uh, Todd Bridges became a drug addict and got busted multiple times for drugs. Uh, Dana Plato is dead from a drug overdose. I mean, geez, like it was not, not a good show to have grow up as a child actor on. Well, I don't know if being a child actor is a good thing anyway, unless you have like, like Emmanuel had like a protective parents and a type family, you know? Yeah. Cause I don't know. They they get their, their heads get big or whatever. I mean, and of course that's not all child stars, but you see a lot of them like that. They just get their head, their heads get big. They get money. And before you know it, they're snowballing into weirdness. Oh yeah. Look at the Corey's Corey Haim and Corey Feldman. Both uh -huh. of them had that problem. Like you could go down a list. I mean, the fact that it's, kind of a cliche is because it happens so much. Um, I do think they're getting better about it. I think people have kind of learned from the past because you don't hear too much about Holly's Hollywood celebrities going batshit crazy. I mean, a little bit, we had the, the, the stuff with, um, uh, what's her name that 
Oh, Britney Spears. Yeah, Britney Spears and a few others. Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan, the Lindsay Lohan thing. So it does still happen, but I would say it doesn't happen as much. You don't, or at least you don't hear about it as much with kid stars. Yeah. Maybe they have a better support structure or something, or maybe their families are more protective because they know they can go down a wrong path or something. I think so. I'm still just fascinated with the whole cousin Webster was the same. It wasn't the dude, but it was a couple wealthy couple. And I guess he used to be like a football professional football player. They're kind of wealthy. The Papadopoulos I loved, I loved just saying that when I watched Webster, Anytime they'd say Papadopoulos, I'd be like, I like Papadopoulos. That's a fun word to say. But yeah, they they adopt this this kid because I guess he he's the kid of a he his buddy. He's the godfather of this kid from his buddy who would played football with. And so he's got to adopt this adorable little fella. And he kind of turns their lives upside down, right? I'm thinking, how many shows of the 80s were that way? Like, <laughs> where, where you wasn't that Punky, Punky Brewster? Was that Punky as well? Brewster? Although we talk about it in the past, like, I think Hollywood's like, hey, this generation, man, I think their parents kind of suck. I think they're pretty negligent and they don't, they don't really like their parents. So we'll make these shows about being adopted by kind, wealthy people. And, and then I think that'll sell. And it totally did because we're it like, did. oh, it's our Webster, Mr. Papadopoulos. Yep. Mr. D adopting the two sons of his uh, house cleaner, I think is what it was. So on her deathbed, she says, take care of my boys. And he's like, I will, I will. (laughs) In real life, he'd be like, I will. They're in a military school in Alaska, but I took care of them. All right. (laughs) Certainly. Well, what was funny is like Mr. Drummond was like super rich, right? Lived in this like fancy place in New York, but the bedroom, the boys have to share a bedroom. Like this fancy <laughs> New York place doesn't have enough space for the two boys yeah. to have like, and it's a tiny ass bedroom too. So yeah. Like, yeah. Get in the closet, get under the stairs. Get up here in the closet there. You're not really mine. I'm super rich, but you know, I can't afford to put you each in your own room. That's ridiculous. <laughs> then I'd have to give up space in my, you know, 1400 square foot master bedroom. That's yeah, not going to happen. I wouldn't want to do that. Uh, I looked it up in 1983. So Webster was actually beating different strokes in the ratings. Webster was rated 26th overall and different strokes was in 50th overall. Yeah. Well, I think that they saw the opportunity because different strokes came out in 78 and everybody was so into it. Yeah. I think different strokes was kind of on its decline at that point. But five Uh, years later, Gary Coleman wasn't as cute because he's getting like grown up mm -hmm. and and Webster, they saw him in the commercials. They're like, oh, there's a cute little fella. And they, they basically just kind of like, they, they, they caught, they, they, they totally, it was, it, yeah, they copied different Legit- strokes. Yeah, legitimately. And I yeah, don't even know if, if they're, if they hide it. You remember on different strokes when they brought the redhead kid on, uh, his name was Sam. You remember like the last oh, yeah. two seasons? Cause they married, Mr. D got married. Dana left the show. Cause I think she had a baby in real life. And they brought in this like kid because it was they did the total 80s show thing. We're like, we need new blood. So let's bring on a new little kid and look how cute he is, little redheaded boy. Yep. You always get that kid there when you're having problems. Mm -hmm. Get the new kid. Did you know Alex Karras and Susan Clark, who played the married couple that um, adopted Webster, um, George and Catherine? He always Mm -hmm. called Catherine ma'am. Yes, ma'am. They were married in real life. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they were a real married couple already. Just a little tidbit there. Okay. Because I, when I do research, I look up all, all the stupid things. Did you know 
Charlotte, who was the original Charlotte, Charlotte Ray, who was the original house cleaner on different strokes left the series to go do, um, uh, the one, the facts of life. That was it. So oh, the she, facts of life. Yeah. So Edna, she went and did the fast. So basically it was a spinoff or it wasn't really a spinoff, but they did the facts of life. And so she was like, so they took her over to the facts of life. And in fact, um, Gary Coleman did a guest appearance on the facts of life as Arnold Jackson. Oh, that's rad. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. they went through three different house cleaners. That's interesting. Because I don't now remember I think, the one <laughs> or the yeah, two. Yeah, well, think. sometimes because they don't come, maybe they don't um, make it out so much that, mm-hmm. it, you know, the guest stars that you don't kind of really notice because they're not on it enough. Yeah. I just remember back in the day, like the, the last episode of Webster was kind of controversial because it was basically like Webster Star Trek. I don't remember the last episode of Webster. Yeah. So Webster... It, it was so weird because you watch this show the whole time and and then and then it's uh the last season that is the, the or the last episode webster goes on the uss enterprise d he's on the bridge in the 24th century and he's like hanging out with wharf <laughs> cool yeah he's hanging out with wharf and they're showing like some clips from the past and stuff but the only main character there is wharf but they got some like, you know, non-main characters and he's just hanging out with Worf. And that was the last episode of Webster was him hanging out with Worf on the Enterprise, man. <laughs> I must not have seen that. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. Do you remember that? I just remembered that just now. I was like, oh, Webster. It was a kind of a controversy because he's just hanging out with Worf on, 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 on the Enterprise. And that was it. It's like, that's how we're going to end our show. <laughs> Yeah, different strokes. They didn't have a proper ending. It just kind of was like a regular series episode end episode, and um, because they weren't sure about whether it was being canceled or not, and then the like uh, station canceled it. Oh, yeah, yeah, so that sucks. At least this. Well, at least Webster had an ending, even though it was really weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I'm gonna have to see if I can find that somewhere to watch it. Yeah, watch it because that's that's the epitome like a lot of a lot of shows will jump the shark in the middle but this one jumped the shark like right at the end like we're gonna jump that shark we're like we're out of here and we're going out here weird (laughs) we're going weird he's gonna go hang out and they're like intruder alert oh it's a little guy (laughs) identify yourself i'm webster oh hang out with me i'm mr wharf (laughs) that's awesome i like that (laughs) yes yeah. Um, another thing about different strokes too, which was interesting is they had those special episodes. Remember the uh, child molestation one where oh, yeah. Harry Coleman and his friend go and there's like the creep, the guy takes pictures of them and they had like a drug abuse episode. So they had all these kind of interesting special episodes that was really quite controversial for the time for a sitcom oriented towards families. They did. It was kind of a nice show. And then every once in a while, they'd have a like, hey, I'm a pedo. Have some alcohol. Yeah, take it off your clothes. <laughs> like, whoa, what happened here? <laughs> Dude, that was traumatic. I, I only saw that episode that one time when it was on TV, but I still remember it. I'm um, like, never go into the basement with a photographer. Nope. <laughs> and then I nope. became a photographer. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> Wedding photography. Yes. You're going to take your picture. Yeah. But I, I don't know. So yeah, poor poor Gary Coleman isn't isn't around anymore. But Emmanuel Lewis is, um, and I guess he's got some businesses and stuff. 
Uh, I am. I'm happy about him. About that. Yeah, he's just kind of rolling. I mean, he doesn't. I don't think he does much acting or anything anymore. But he's 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 got um he's got like a record label, limo service, stuff like this. Like he's doing stuff. So I, I think that's a good story because you know you, you hear all these stories about like even Gary Coleman filing for bankruptcy and just having all these problems. And it's not kind of nice to like do a little research on one of the child stars who who just kind of you know got typecast, but he just kind of went on and did other things. He went to college and he, and he, and he started his own companies and, and he's doing his thing. So Emmanuel, if you can hear us, um, you're awesome, man. You did us proud. Respect. Respect. All right. Eighties and nineties uncensored listeners. I think that means it's time for us to get the hell out of here. As always, you can check us out on Twitter at the eighties and nineties com. You can visit us on the web at the eighties and nineties.com. If you like the show, of course, tell your friends, share it out, give us a review. And we will say we are out of here. Like child stars from the eighties, too much, too young, too many narcotics. Goodbye. You ought to tell them all to sign up for our email magazine too. Yeah, we got to sign you sign up for our email. I make this email magazine every month. We got like a little handful of people get it. I'm sure they enjoy it. Like half of them are us. Oh, where can they go to sign up, Jamie? They can go to uh, the 80s and 90s.com slash sign dash up, like sign up. Or just go to our homepage and just go to our homepage, scroll down to the bottom and there's a little sign up thing. Just go to our homepage, the80sand90s.com. Scroll down and it'll say the 80s and 90s magazine. Sign up. Put your little email in there and sign up because my is my is the magazine not fun? I went I went there today and I saw that we have exclusive content that you can only get to by being a member of that. That's right. And we have a new podcast called the 80s and 90s 99, which you can only hear when you have the secret word from our email magazine. And I got lots of stuff. This this whole thing. But we had a theme last month of Guns and Roses and stuff. So just go check it out. Sign up. We're not, we don't do anything else with your emails. We just send you fun 80s, 90s stuff.